0: is the meet us in paris podcast and i am emily your mc for today and if you just randomly chose a podcast to listen to and didn't know why well this is a podcast that's about all things travel be it destinations food having an amazing time or what to pack for your next trip with me today is Kristen. hello from my couch <laughs> and, and zen
1: I am in my daughter's bedroom. Hello.
0: <laughs> That's an interesting <laughs> choice.
1: Well, it's it's the quietest room in the house, and it, yeah. it doesn't have lots of echo, so I kicked it. Got <laughs> it. Nice.
0: Okay, so two weeks ago, we did a podcast on the Battle of the Best, and we had such fun with doing it. Um, if you missed it, go check it out. We put... Um, London and Paris to the test and so go take a listen and see which city won uh, but since we are a benevolent dictatorship and we get to choose a topic we've decided to do it again with two new cities this time Vancouver and Toronto and yes we realize we haven't done a proper pro- podcast on either of those cities so look for those in upcoming episodes so who will win Toronto or Vancouver we're gonna find out after this short sponsor break.
1: Okay, so if you hadn 't heard this one before um, we 've picked the best of the best so I mean it 's two cities in Toronto, in Canada which are absolutely beautiful um, they 're completely they 're apples and oranges, but we make a decision of which one we if we had to go to one, which one would we go to before the other but before we begin we if you didn 't hear, hear the previous podcast, we are going to rate each city based off eight different categories. each choice will be given a score of one to five. One being the worst, five being the best. So the scores um, total will range anywhere from eight to forty. The categories are: this is kind of like the Oscars, right? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whether the cost to visit the city as a tourist, because you know I think it's very different being a tourist and actually living in a city. Um, Ease of movement: is it easy to get around? Um, do you, the culture. The fifth category is food. Uh, the sixth category is things to do. Um, so that could be museums, music, nightlife. Um, you will you will let you make the decision. And seven, ease of being a tourist. Um, this may not be such a problem. Um, like lots of times, this category was put in. Like if you are going to another country and there's not they speak a different language, and do they make it easy for tourists to um, go around? Um, and then the last one is safety. So,
2: all right. So, um, first up is Vancouver. So, are we just going to start with a category, or am I giving a general overview
0: of how I feel about uh, Vancouver? Vancouver is on the west coast of Canada. I think. I mean, we'll we'll yes. like dedicate a whole episode to. Yeah. Each city. I think yeah,
1: I think it's just why don't you give why not you just go by category and give a quick reason why, like and give it the numerical score. Um, we are gonna do a podcast on both of these cities, um, and we can go in more depth then.
2: Okay, okay. Um, so starting with weather, um, Vancouver, although it is on the West coast and it is, um, right on the Pacific ocean ish. Is is it on a bay or a sound?
0: It's the sound. Yeah. More more of a sound than the ocean. Um, it's, they're both
2: very far North. So as North as we go, it's even more far North, you know, as far as the United States. So, um, it doesn't get probably as hot and stuff as other places <laughs> that we have down here. I guess what I'm trying to say is um, compared to Toronto though, I think it has much better weather. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> um,
2: but Vancouver, I guess I'll give it a three. Cause they probably have some, you know, I know they've got winters with snow and everything um but their summers are pretty pleasant and nice i believe
1: yeah
0: yeah um i so, I'll give it a three oh, it's, it's a solid yeah. three okay you want a three okay <laughs> i was like i don't know if she gave a number mm-hmm. um i would go with four because i don't mind like cold or rainy um and then compared to toronto it's not as cold and rainy i think um but I would give it a four. And then it's true. The summers are very nice. The last time I was there, it was about two years ago during the summer. So it was very nice. We only had like one day of rain and we spent that inside. So it was fine.
1: You know what? <laughs> mm-hmm. I am going to give it a four as well. But it will, you'll find out as a contrast to Toronto because, I mean, spring, summer, fall are, are nice and then their winters, as far as a place that does have winter, it's it's tolerable. I mean, mm-hmm. it's no Buffalo, New York by any means.
2: Right, because so, it's on the ocean, so that
1: helps. Yeah, keep it. I mean, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's called the lake effect, even though it's on the ocean. Which well, is funny, because
2: to Toronto's also on a, <laughs> Toronto's <laughs> on a lake, but I don't think it has that effect.
1: Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, well, I'll go into the cost. I mean, the cost, I'm, I'm still going to, I'm going to go with a four. Um, it's a reasonably priced city. It's not too expensive in particular. Um, and it's very, it was very easy to get food. Uh, the food was not that expensive. Transportation there wasn't that expensive. It was very accessible for Vancouver
2: sure and being the canadian dollar we have a little bit of a leg up at least right now right um however what's ironic because i do agree with you that it's a very Uh affordable city but it is one of the most expensive cities in the world for property huh yeah
1: toronto is that way too isn't it i think so you know like it's, it's strange because there's different like if you go to hong kong it's pro- or Taipei or Taiwan, you know, it's prohibitively expensive to own property. Okay. But if you're just going to talk about day-to-day living, I mean, you can get mm-hmm. food so cheap mm-hmm. when you're actually in those cities. I mean, you just go down the street and you go to a night market or whatever, and the food is, like, it's like really, really, really cheap and affordable.
2: Right, right. So. I just... So, one thing about me, literally every time I go somewhere new for the first time within the first hour, I'm like, I should just move here. This place is fabulous. <laughs> so, I had been to Vancouver before. However, um, my husband and I, we were going up to Whistler for his friend's wedding, Um Oh, that sounds He beautiful. actually, my husband went to school in, in Canada. So his roommate was Canadian. So they're getting married in Whistler. So we flew into Vancouver and we were driving. And of course, this is in June. It's beautiful, clear, it's mild. I mean, it's just gorgeous and it's very like outdoorsy. I'm sure we'll talk more about that later. But I was like, immediately, we should just move here. <laughs> and then he was like, this is one of the most expensive cities to buy property in ever. And we were even looking it up and we're like, wow, we can't afford this. What happened? Uh, so I was very surprised hmm that.
0: um yeah that's very interesting um yeah. good thing Weird. we're only looking at this as a <laughs> is it <Yeah>. yes mm-hmm. <laughs> touche um i think it's uh, i mean i guess i would give it a four to uh nothing crazy like nothing's outrageously expensive nothing it's f- affordable it's pretty standard almost yeah. well, standard as yeah. in like Normal, I guess nothing crazy, (laughs) but pretty good too,
2: considering it's like a a metropolis. Right, right. Yeah, I'd give it a four.
1: Okay, so you gave your the cost a four, Kristen. Yes. Okay, so um, ease of movement. You know, I had a bit of um, Mm. their their public transportation Mm. um was not (laughs) as. Well, well, you're 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 kind of making a.
2: I mean, yeah, no, you're humming. Uh, yeah, I was very disappointed, actually.
1: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the worst. It wasn't the best. But I ended up just... I mean, I re- ended up renting a car.
0: Yeah, that's what I, my mom and I did when we were up there, too. It was just...
1: Um, yeah, because things are fairly spread out. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually like subways um, in cities. You Same. Know? And... Yeah. Um, I don't think they have a subway system.
2: They, I mean,
1: they have a bus system. They're
2: on the Pacific Rim, which means they're prone to earthquakes, right? So it's possible they don't have subways at all. But I do know the bus system exists. Do
1: uh, they
2: have a subway?
1: No, they have something called a Sky Train, yeah. but it's. it's okay, train. that doesn't
2: count. I yeah, mean, it's it counts, similar but, but
1: different. <laughs> you know, and it's not like as um, dense as like a normal subway you would see right so mm-hmm. okay so I, i'm gonna give isa movement should i give it a three or should i give it a two
0: i would give i, I i'll give it a two i'm just, gonna give it a two too
1: yeah, yeah. oh my god just
0: because yeah it was um usually when i go to a new city i will or not go when i when we plan to go to a new city i'll look at the public transportation ahead of time just to, like, you know, be aware of how we can get around places. And yeah. I think when we went to Vancouver, that wasn't, like, it was, like, an immediate, we're just going to rent a car. Like, it wasn't, we didn't consider using public yeah. property because it wasn't, like, a a big use factor. Like, it wasn't, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And then also the, the, some of the, I guess what it is is that, Lots like for example, if you're in Japan, you always seem to be like three blocks away from three blocks away from a subway stop, right? Or less, you mm-hmm. know. And it fe- felt like Vancouver. It's just like it. It seems like like oh my god, I'm gonna. Be, it's gonna take me half an hour, forty five minutes just to get to the Sky Tram. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's just like, yeah, let's just get a car. Yeah. And then uh, you know, and in, in addition to, I did have my daughter was one at the time, <laughs> so I I do have to say that. So on top of it, it's just like with a daughter, I needed to have um to be able to take a stroller and everything yeah. around too. So on mm. top of it, with a car that was, I mean, with a a car was much easier. So okay, what about culture?
0: Um.
2: Now, I'll probably sound like an American jerk, but (laughs) especially when you go to the inner cities, it's really hard to distinguish anything being like a like Canadian culture, if that makes sense. It just feels so similar to what we're used to. Right. Um, But they... I'm trying to think. I mean, they are... I noticed they're a lot nicer. (laughs) And they're a lot more polite. And you know what? Actually, what I've noticed, and especially in Vancouver, they... Canada in general seems really good about acknowledging and infusing their indigenous cultures into yes. um, wow. theirs. So I don't know, maybe a three there. It feels normal, but they, they definitely do make an effort to expose you to a lot there. <laughs> um, but that's all I can think of in culture. How about you, Emily?
0: I, I'm trying to think. I, I follow Kristen's thoughts, uh, her, her train of thoughts. I follow that as well. (laughs) Yes. Um, yeah, I feel like it's hard as far as like visually, it was, I mean, I felt like I was very in America, in the US and the states. Um, but of course I think their attitude as far as like friendliness, Definitely mm-hmm. could pick that up. Um, yeah, I think as far as culture, if I think about Canadian culture, I would uh, my mind goes to like Montreal or Quebec or like the French Canadian. Like I don't think of Canada. This sounds so bad. But I don't think of Canada as like very culturally. I don't know. It's just not very distinct from (laughs) ours.
2: Like French Canadian is a lot more distinct. And especially with us being on the West Coast, I think even Toronto feels a little bit more distinct. Um, Hmm. And Vancouver fits so well into like our Pacific Northwest culture Mm -hmm. Hmm. um, that sometimes it's
0: hard to feel like. Okay, then explain your who's. Yeah, yeah. I got to know this.
1: (laughs) Well, Emily, uh, what what, what was your
0: score? Oh, my score. I forgot. Um, Um. I mean, I guess three. Okay. It's not like it was non-existent. It was just, mm-hmm. wasn't very strong.
1: Okay. So I, I'm sorry. I, I guess I keep on saying, hmm, 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 hmm. The, the reason why <laughs> is um, uh, when I go, maybe I just see things differently. Right. Um, so first of all, they have, um, okay. First of all, I'm going to go, I'm in complete agreement with, um, both of you, um, the indigenous culture. Um, I, I, one of the highlights of my trip was they had a, um, what was it called? The, I believe it's called the, um, museum of anthropology. I don't know if you guys had an opportunity to make it out there and it's a, a museum. Um, and I think it's actually run by the, the university there. And it's a museum dedicated to um, Canadian um, and indigenous cultures. Mm -hmm. Museum of Anthropology. And they have probably indoors, they have something like preserved totem poles, like hundreds of uh, Canadian totem poles. Also, they have this one incredibly huge, large cedar um, sculpture that was done representing I think it was called The Birth of Men. And it looks like a clamshell where there's a um there's an eagle on top of it and men are trying to come out of the clamshell. And this thing is something like I feel like it was like eight feet tall by like ten feet wide by ten feet wide. And they explain and it was actually on their dollar it was like on their ten dollar bill at one point. Um, talking about the Indians, how the birth of men came from the, the Indians believed that the men came from a clamshell and something like the crow was over them or something. And I, I'm certain I said that completely wrong. <laughs> so, but, but it was just like really, really fascinating to see. Um, how much they had dedicated uh, this beautiful museum to um, American, American indigenous culture, just very much like the um, one in uh, Washington, DC for uh, the United States. Also, you know, I saw um, they have a modest Chinatown, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They have a really nice, modest Chinatown. And um, so, I mean, I think just between those things, I, well, of course <laughs> being in Southern California, um, we're a black hole of culture in many ways. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going between a three and a four. How about, am I going to do a p- 3.5? Sure. Sure. Okay. I'm going to go 3.5. All right. <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is, uh, you know, the thing is, because I went to all these different specifically all these museums. And then uh, I, the other thing is like, um, Oh, it's Vic- around the Victoria Island area. Yeah. They had, um, people were still, uh, um, the younger generation was actually carving out totem poles, um, yeah. in this area in, in that area. And then in addition to in Gastown, um, there was a bunch of areas that um, Gastown, which is an older part of the city, um, there is a bunch of shops dedicated to um, Native American. Uh, There's still Native Americans if they're in Canada, right? Do you no, they're, they,
2: they call them First Nation.
1: OK, First Nation. So they had um, they had stores that were dedicated to First Nation um, arts and crafts and they were and i have a few pieces that are actually hanging in my kitchen right now too so. wow nice
2: you know i wish i could remember the name to like give it a shout out but when i was in vancouver for work um <laughs> i specifically chose like a boutique hotel and this one was um it like functioned as like it like the the floor level was an art museum for aboriginal artists Mm -hmm. And then, like, the rest of it was, like, the hotel and, like, staying there, like, helped to benefit the artists. And it was just really cool. They, like, they even, like, give you just for staying there, like, little trinkets, like, made by them and stuff. And, like, it was really beautiful and it was really cool. And I just feel like it's so much more of a thing there than it is here to, like, um, be aware of their First Nations and call
1: it out and support Mm -hmm. them and stuff. Was it Catchaway's Lodge? Oh, my God, yes. Okay.
2: <laughs> wait how did you find that
1: my google foo is stronger than yours
2: yeah I guess so I didn't try <laughs> googling it I was too lazy but that was it yeah
1: yeah I mean it's it actually it's the first one that comes up called Skikatchaway's Lodge unique aboriginal um, yes. hotel but yeah wow. hotel. that was a yeah.
2: that's awesome yep. very okay. cool thank you for
1: shout finding out. that. shout <laughs> yeah, out Yeah. shout it out okay so we're now going into the food category. I'm going to go with a four. Really? Wow. What? Oh, oh man, they had some. Okay. Uh, Maybe if, I'm
0: not eating in the right places. I guess I'm
1: okay. <laughs> okay. not, if, not either. If, if you're a foodie, you gotta watch this. Um, Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. Anthony D- Bourdain did a one show specifically on the food of Vancouver. And he went everywhere from they had, like, um, Japanese-inspired hot dogs all the way to Indian restaurants um, that are uh, just, like, nouveau. Now, I wouldn't say them nouveau, but it's just, like, a little bit more modern interpretation um, or contemporary um, interpretation of, uh, of Indian food. So we went through the list, and we actually went through about, like, four or five of them and they were all fabulous um so like like the hot dog place they had like essentially originally was supposed to be a hot dog stand and they were here and here um by the time we got there i don't know if they're still around i'll have to look it up um they actually had physical stores and you get hot dogs i think they were called maybe Godzilla hot dogs or something like that. They would put nori on the hot dogs and all these Japanese spices or Japanese pickles or whatever. And they were fabulous. And then the Indian place we went, um, it was, it was a very nice restaurant. And of course we had a one-year-old, but um, they also, because we, we didn't want to eat there and disturb all the other diners um, with our one-year-old. Uh, they actually had a whole area dedicated to carry out. So we actually carried out a lot of food and it was actually refrigerated slash frozen that you could actually take them back to your hotel room. We had it. We had a microwave in our hotel room. So we actually had Indian food. Um, their Indian food at our restaurant, at our hotel. So we had a lot of fun discovering all the, the foods that, that were in Toronto based off of some of the Anthony Bourdain's.
0: Nice. Huh. I did not have that experience. Oh. Neither did I. Um, Not that the food was bad. It just wasn't, like, good. Not, okay, that's not bad. It it just was, like, food. It wasn't anything special. Um, We kind of just ate to stay, you know, full, to have food. (laughs) Um, But that sounds awesome, Zen. I feel like I should have done more research the last time I went to actually, like, enjoy my food.
1: (laughs) Okay, it was um, one was called Japa Dog.
0: Oh, okay, I kind of remember that, Cute. like seeing that term. Actually, the night that my mom and I flew into Vancouver, um, we rented our car, and then I read online that there was some sort of um, like a food, like a night market, uh-huh. um, like. I don't, I can't remember if it was Asian only, but it was like the biggest night market of the summer or something like that. So I wanted to go there, but if I didn't realize that they literally meant the biggest night market because mm-hmm. the, the path for cars just to get in was like 30 minutes long. It was ridiculous. Whoa. Um, yeah. So we ended up not going to the night market and we just pulled over to like, I think the, maybe the outskirts of Chinatown or something or like the Asian, community and we just got ramen which was actually very good it was just a ramen at a very normal ramen place but it was delicious
1: mm-hmm. um the indian place was called v vij's v-i-j um apostrophe s rangoli mm. and their food was so good too so those are two that i can actually recommend so so emily are you giving it a oh. three or um, what are you-
0: yeah i'll give it a three I will say
2: they have bomb diggity sushi, um, especially (laughs) because they're like on the water. Um, I think so. Like when my husband and I went to Whistler, we flew in and out of Vancouver. And like when we flew in and we were driving up to Whistler, we stopped and got sushi first. And it was so good that when we came back in to leave, we went to that same sushi place again. (laughs) Um, So we're not ones for branching out, obviously. Um, but the sushi's really good, and I do remember when I was there having some really good pho. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, it really did seem like I saw just a lot of, like, chain restaurants and stuff like that, and now I feel bad for poor Vancouver because clearly I just didn't do my research or watch the Anthony Bourdain. But, like, from my experience, I'd probably just give it a three.
0: Mm.
2: Like, it's definitely got good locations, but, like, I didn't see a lot of, like, the variety or... I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry, Uh. (laughs) Vancouver.
1: Okay. Uh, Things to do. Ooh. I enjoyed.
0: Um, So there's, I mean, there's a lot of nature, as we kind of touched upon earlier, uh, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. So there's the Capilano suspension bridge, which, super cool. Super cool. Um, it's not only the suspension bridge, which is very... It's like... Um, there's like mini suspension. It's like a treehouse suspension bridge area that you can kind of walk through. They have like... Mm. Um, I forgot what it's called, but they basically... I think it's called like a skywalk or something. But Yeah, you, yeah so it's like platforms that they've uh it's like it's like on the
1: side of the yeah
0: yeah. on the side of the mountain so it feels like you're walking on the sky kind of thing but you look straight down and it's super like you just see trees and water and it's really pretty and green um so that's super cool and then um that actually reminds me that the capolano i guess not park but that place also has a lot of um they insert a lot of First Nation kind of walkthroughs and kind of like, right. like mm. an outdoor museum-y kind of thing, which is very cool. Um, and then uh, there's also, oh, I forgot what it's called, but it's also another suspension bridge, but a much smaller one, but it's less traveled to, so you can get better pictures. So <laughs> um, they have, I mean, Whistler, like Kristen said, is like an hour or two drive north. So that's cool. There's just a lot of nature and I really like that.
1: You know, first I, okay, so what what would you score this? A four oh, or a three? Oh. I will
0: do four because I I'm just gonna keep talking because I'm going through my pictures <laughs> right now. Um but they also they also have um Bouchard Gardens. Um, which is like an islet. Is it an island? Yes, I
1: didn't make it there, unfortunately.
0: Oh, it's so pretty. Okay. So in case you don't know, it's a flower and plant uh like park, I guess, but it's beautiful. Is that the Stanley Park? No, it's different. But Stanley Park okay. is also cool. I didn't spend as much time in Stanley Park, but Bouchard Gardens, it's like, um, you have to take a ferry a, out. Yeah,
1: right? you have to take a boat there. Yeah. Right.
0: Uh, but it's like, it's
1: a, it's a destination amongst us uh, upon, um, you you'd go there by your, uh, if you live in Vancouver, you can stay the weekend there, essentially. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like the similar idea to if you went to like Nantucket or like Martha's Vineyard or something, mm-hmm. except mm. it's like, all garden like you they have like an english garden area they have like there's just different sections that's i guess like manicured to a specific i don't know type of gardening i'm explaining it very poorly but it's very nice um so there's that and then also uh if you're a fan of TV shows. A lot of shows are filmed in British Columbia. Yep. So, I am a huge fan of Once Upon a Time, uh the earlier oh, yeah. seasons. That I just kind of finished the whole series because I started it, so I had to complete it. But there's a whole town about maybe like 45 minutes out of Vancouver, um that they literally that there's that main street that they filmed on there and you can walk in like all the store owners know of the filming and they have like a Walk the walking map tour of it. Um, so that was like a nice little thing to do. So I'll give it a four, <laughs>
1: okay? Um, I will give it, I'm gonna, I'll start out with my score first and then I'll explain why. I'm gonna give it a 3.5.
2: <laughs> oh, I forgot the points were available. This, yeah, this I, I,
1: I made it up this one for this one. And, That's and, fine, and the reason why is because. You know, now this is a personality thing. I am definitely a. I like a. I like a city. I like going to cities. I like to see museums. Mm-hmm. I like urban density. I like. I just like being excited twenty four seven. You know, if I'm going out, I want to be constantly stimulated. For sure. And Vancouver, if you um, are a person like me, is a little bit the antithesis city of what I'm talking about. And mm-hmm. this is a personal thing. It is. Essentially, if you were in, first of all, imagine yourself in a forest in the Northwest, and you build a city that blends in with that forest. That's kind of Vancouver to me. It's a city that appreciates um, nature and the outdoors. It doesn't just like plow everything down and build on top of it. it it's kind of integrated. So like that Capilano bridge that you're talking about is just --He you know, me, what is that? Maybe a 10-minute drive? Yeah, out of downtown.
0: It's so close, yeah. It's It's so Um, close.
1: It's like you're downtown, and you're you know all you you have the Coliseum. You see where they're playing. I mean, I don't know what they call their thing. It's (laughs) just like where they play hockey. Mm -hmm. You know, you have all the big city, and then you go ten minutes out, and then you're suddenly in this pine forest with this huge bridge with a river underneath it, and it's just like you're suddenly in the middle of nature, and that's wonderful. I think it's. Be- I think it's probably one of the most beautiful cities I've ever been in. Um, at the same time, yeah, I feel like uh, the things to do there for me are they didn't have as many things for me to do because I'm a big. I like to go to cities. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I really enjoyed shopping there, though, yeah. because they had a lot of unique. Things, um, that are specific to Canada and Vancouver. So there's a lot of, um, for lack of a better word, like hipster clothing stores that are uniquely Canadian and they have a unique Canadian style tool, which I really like. They had all the unique Canadian handcrafts and stuff like that, which, you know, like I was talking about the first nation types of things. And so I actually came back with a lot of souvenirs, um, that remind me of the city, um, so I you know I really did enjoy poking around and going around the city, um, not so much the museums and history and stuff like that beyond um, the Museum of Anthropology. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: that that's it. That's j- so three point five. I'll give it you know okay, not bad. <laughs> How about you, Kristen?
2: Um, I'll give it a three. There, there's definitely. It's an outdoorsy place. There's outdoorsy things to do. I am just not incredibly outdoorsy. Yeah. So I don't like I don't really go to cities to like, I don't know, water ski or <laughs> whatever right. they're doing there. Um ironically, I think it makes it the perfect place to live because you get a city vibe, yes. but you also have so much space and freedom and things to do. But as like a visitor, usually that's not what I'm there. Or um, so. Just as a tourist, I think I, I'd give it a three. But you know, it still has things going on. Like you mentioned, they have sports, and they they get Broadway shows in there and things like that. Um, so there's stuff, but it's just not my most like ideal entertaining. Place.
1: You know, it's kind of funny. It's kind of the opposite. You always say it's like, oh, it's a great place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. And right. <laughs> this is like- it's a great place to live, but I don't necessarily want to visit there. You know, <laughs> yeah. not that you don't want to visit, but it, it feels like wow, this would be amazing to live here. Right. But, totally. But not necessarily like somewhere to go see lots of things. Anyways, it's not like Paris or something like that. So. <laughs> sure. Okay. East. Meaning oh. like is it an easy city to visit?
0: Yes. Yeah. For us, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially Probably. like the west coast. To like Pacific Northwest for us, it's very similar to just how we live. Um,
1: I'll give it a five, just because. I mean, other we already had transportation ease of movement separately. So other than that, it, it's it's cake to hang yeah out there.
0: Yeah, I'll give it a five too. There's, yeah. Kristen, five,
1: five, safety.
0: Um,
2: shoot, five. might be a
0: five. I think it's. I don't think I remember any kind of shady areas.
1: You know what? Apparently, I've been told is that Steamtown can be kind of dicey at night. I don't know if that's true, but I wasn't there at night. Okay,
2: but I also feel like what's dicey for Canadians because we're <laughs> in LA. <laughs> So <laughs> I've seen some dicey LA stuff.
1: Well, remember I was there during the riots. True. Mm. Right. So I'm going to give it a five still.
2: Yeah, Yeah. you know every city's gonna have something. Still,
1: every time they like broke a bottle, they said, "I'm sorry." (laughs) 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 Okay, so like, uh, so we I've totaled this up. I have a 31. Kristen has 28, and Emily has 30, and for a total score of 89. So we're gonna move on into Toronto weather. I'm gonna since I gave uh, Vancouver weather a four, I actually had to give. Toronto weather, maybe a three at best.
0: That's what if I was thinking too.
1: If you've ever been there during the winter, it is the most wicked city I've ever been into, been in during the winter.
0: Um, yeah, I don't think I've been there in the winter. I think every time I've visited Canada in general has been spring, summery time. Um, so I haven't, I've never experienced the crazy Canadian winters, which is I'm thankful for. <laughs> um, yeah, I give it a three, just because comparing it to Vancouver, where I gave it a four.
1: I guess I'd have to, have
2: to give it a two because I gave Vancouver <laughs> <a three.
1: laughs> two point
2: five.
1: <laughs> yeah, I tell you, I've only
2: been to Toronto. Actually, I've been there twice, and both times was in the fall. But it was a very crisp, nice fall. Mm. But I know that they're, you know, on the Great Lakes
1: in winter, so... Summers can get a little bit hot, but not terrible. You know, um, I was actually there... Okay, all the years... I've gone into Toronto over a dozen times, but the only time I went during the winter... I went one time during, like, in the middle of December. Actually, I went twice.
0: Oh.
1: And um, it's when... I used to wonder why they had so many subterranean tunnels beneath the city to connect buildings and then when I went there during the winter I found out why it is brutally cold Mm -hmm. it is so cold if you're outside and you breathe through your nose the snot's freezing your nose oh no it's crazy cold so maybe I should give well I'm still going to give it a three because the summers and winters I mean summers falls and springs are decent so cost
2: well, it's way more expensive than Vancouver.
1: <sighs> I was
2: surprised how expensive Toronto was. Um, I, because know. I don't know. It's, I felt like it's a Canadian city. So it can't be that expensive, <laughs> but it's, it's probably their most like, it's like their biggest metropolitan and like mm-hmm. has the most economy and stuff there i think but yeah i'd probably give it a three
0: i don't recall i was too young to actually understand the concept of money (laughs) if something was expensive (laughs) or not um but based on just what kristen said and i don't know what i know i feel like i'd give it a three i feel like i will give it a three
1: (laughs) kristen you said three on that yeah okay I've actually stayed in Toronto, everything from a hostel all the way up to, I think I stayed at the Four Seasons once. Wow. So, well, the nice. hostel was interesting. The Four Seasons was a really nice hotel, so. Uh, but yeah, so um, the I think they even let, during the summer, some of the um, college dormitories... Or at least used to be, you could rent, rent them as hostels as well. So, hmm. okay. Ease of use, I mean, ease of movement. Um, I'm going to give them a four because they do have a subway system and it is quite mm-hmm. nice.
2: Yeah, I say four. they They've got um, lots of transportation and
0: also the city's really dense, so it's yes. also
2: pretty walkable. Oh,
0: right. I like that. Yeah, that's true. I'd give it a mm-hmm. four as well just because it's not so spread out.
1: Yeah. Actually, it's so funny about um, Toronto is because lots of times it's just like I would we would be at one stop and they were so close together. Sometimes I was like, okay, we're here and we can get into the subway and then we need to get out at the next stop. And we had like tickets that, you know, like all day tickets. And I was talking to my wife and we're looking at it's like, that's like 200 yards away. (laughs) (laughs) you know we might as well walk there and just look at all the shops or all the different things along the way and we would and it's just like wow that was like a five minute walk or no more than a ten minute walk and here's another stop it's like by the time we got down to the sub waited for the sub got on the sub got to the next stop and got out it would have been about the same of course our feet wouldn't hurt as much but (laughs) culture oh that's going to be a four for me
0: Ooh, please explain so I know what to score. Ma- mine.
1: <laughs> um, they have their own. I don't know what they call it, but their their own version of Broadway. So there's a whole street just filled with, you know, um, th- theaters and Broadway shows. Uh, they have plenty of uh museums, um, you know, the art museums, uh, that type of stuff. Uh, Chinatown. Um, oh, and around the Chinatown area, there's a lot of, um, and we we will go into this more in depth when we talk about the whole city by itself. But, um, it used to be, it was just like Chinatown. There was like two cross streets, and I can't remember the name of the cross streets. Um, oh,
2: Bloor. Wait, maybe not. Sorry, I remember they have a great Chinatown. Right. They, do, they have yes. a
1: fantastic Chinatown. Was
2: it on Bloor? Yeah.
1: And, and then, um, so they, it's like almost like a cross. And, um, in those four quadrants as time went by those four quadrants start filling up with all the other cultures Hmm. and my wife is chilean and we would go there or her family's chilean we'd go to chinatown and then like you go one or two blocks into one of the quadrants off the main streets and there'd be like a chilean restaurant next to a jamaican restaurant next to a ethiopian restaurant so it's just like it's just just melting pot of cultures over Mm -hmm. there
2: Spadina and Dundas Street.
1: <laughs> Your <laughs> Google like a... Foo is quicker than mine.
2: <laughs> Weird. Why? Laura is like the, one of the main drags.
1: Yeah, Or it's is. like a
2: ritzy area or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't, that just came to my mind. But anyways.
1: <laughs> and if you like hockey, they have the Hockey Hall of Fame.
0: True. I'll give it a four for culture as well.
1: I mean, it's no Paris, but it it's got a lot of New York vibes to it. They, they hate being compared yes. to New York, but you have to.
2: Yeah, do you know how many movies film in Toronto when they say they're in New York?
1: Like all of them?
2: <laughs> well, not all of them, but
1: a lot. Yeah.
2: Yeah, um, yeah give it a four. Yeah. Have Dude. a four.
1: I'm going to give it a four just based off of what I just said. Because oh, the, there's so many places to go eat and
2: yeah, they do have some really cool places.
1: 24 hours a day. Yeah, four. Oh, Again, boy. it's
2: very New Yorkish that it's so dense right. and a lot going on and a lot of economy and things. Yeah. I feel
1: like we're skating through Toronto, but <laughs> it's easier to make the decision, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's easier to score Emily? Four, yeah. Okay. Their
0: food is. Good.
1: <laughs> okay. Things to do. I'm still going to go with a four.
0: What are the things to do there?
1: <laughs> they have the art museums. They have a lot. Aquarium. Uh, they have this amazing castle in, in Midtown called Castle Loma. Um, like a super wealthy oh, oh, guy. Yes. <clears throat> that thing was, is like, uh, 64 like a 60,000 square foot castle or something like that and, and they're like their barn is 4,000 square feet where the servants live in wow
2: I think. they have the CN tower yeah. which, which is cool is that the tallest tower in the western hemisphere I
1: I, th- I think you're right it is the tallest tower in that we-
2: I feel like it even used to be the tallest in the world for like a hot second but I could be wrong yeah. It's yes, beautiful. it held the record for the world's tallest freestanding structure for 32 years oh. until 2007 when it was surpassed by the Burj Khalifa.
0: 32 years. That's that's quite some time. Wow.
2: I've been up that, and it's one of those that has like the glass bottom. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. People
2: walk on it. And stuff. Um Toronto also has a pretty banging nightlife.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot about it. You got
2: that. a lot of like Clubs. <laughs> clubs, Oh, and I forgot things.
1: about that. Yeah. Oh man.
0: Mm. I'll tell a story. Oh, I
1: Did I tell a story about the um goth club I went to there?
0: A goth club? No, I
2: no. don't think so. But maybe you should save it for the Toronto
1: okay. Okay. podcast. Oh, yeah. Yes. Make a note. Okay.
2: May more appropriate there. <laughs> so
1: you're gonna Kristen, you're gonna give things to do a four or five. Yes. Four. Four. I mean I I think you have Sorry, to give it a crazy. 4 because uh, piss P- 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 like Paris or f- London might be a 5 but
0: like
1: Right. Okay. Emily? Uh a 4. Okay. East uh just East as a tourist, I had to give that a 5, five. as an American tourist. <laughs> <at least. laughs> right.
0: So, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Safety Definitely. I will I'm going to go with a 4. and
2: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah.
1: Just because it's such a dense city they, mm-hmm. it just feels sometimes areas at night can feel a little dicey. Right, yeah, I, I feel yeah. that too.
0: So. And like
2: transportation at night mm-hmm. is always dicey.
1: <laughs> is Which
2: it? Vancouver yeah. didn't have to worry about because it didn't have transportation.
1: <laughs> or things to do at night.
2: <laughs> right, Right. both those things. All
1: right. Yeah.
2: So yeah, give it, give it a it four. A four.
1: Alright, hang on. Okay, so let me get the score up, because I need to, my uh, spreadsheet isn't working right.
2: (laughs) But I think you really, you said it at the beginning that these cities are kind of apples and oranges. These aren't like two cities like London and Paris. This is like a very dense metropolis, and then like a really cool, like (laughs) spread out city. Like, happens to have a lot of people there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's, well, I mean, yeah, I think once again, it's, it's like they are apples and oranges, and then I think I told you it's like I'm a deep city kind of person so like that's just based off of that you would go oh yeah Vancouver is not his thing so he's gonna score it lower mm-hmm. so it's it's very different so anyways the score I gave it a 27 um what, Toronto- Vancouver uh tr- Vancouver wait Vancouver you I gave say, a th- what is
0: what did you have a 27 that should be Toronto then I think Vancouver you gave it like
1: a oh I'm sorry Toronto Toronto I gave it a 27 Vancouver I gave a 31.
0: Oh, so you would heck? rather go Wait to Vancouver. Interesting.
1: Or... Why is that? Okay, it's because the weather and cost.
0: <laughs> Wait, Those a minute.
1: Did, I
2: not make...
1: did I not get this? F- oh, dear. Oh, my goodness. Maybe I should be going to Vancouver more often. Oh, do you know yeah. what? I I My spreadsheet isn't working right. Hang oh, on. No. Okay, 20.
0: Okay, 31. I tied. Huh. What
1: they're a tie. Yeah. All right,
2: tiebreaker, which would you rather go to?
1: Uh, Toronto. <laughs> okay. Toronto. Okay. Uh Kristen, you gave it a thirty.
2: Gave and, what a thirty.
1: Uh you gave Toronto <laughs> a thirty. And you okay. gave Vancouver a twenty eight. Oh wow,
2: that close, huh? Yeah.
1: Emily, you gave thirty one for uh uh for Toronto and thirty for oh, Vancouver. Interesting. So we scored Toronto like overall if you all the judges were blended together we it was a 92 for toronto and 89 for vancouver so wow
2: huh,
1: maybe they need to be so weighted or something like that
0: <laughs> your point 0.5 no, then.
1: it's my point 0.5 screwing everything up yeah yeah so
2: wild okay. well but they both are so great in their own respective ways it really just comes down to what kind of experience are you yeah. looking for i think yeah i
1: agree because like um, yeah. um if you're an outdoor person, without a doubt, you want to go to Vancouver. For if sure. you like, right. if you you're like a um, active vacationer, like actually, when you're in Vancouver, and we usually don't talk about active outdoor sports, but like in Vancouver, um, you can go skiing during the winter, and they also have things like um, actually the ski slopes turn into bicycle slopes yeah, during so the summer.
0: Cool. Oh, I wow. didn't know that because I went to Whistler during the summer. Uh, yeah. And it was like all dirt and it was crazy just watching them like I don't know, is that dirt biking? Is that or is it mountain dirt? I don't know what the actual yeah. sport name is, but
1: it was very It's cool. downhill bike downhill biking. Mm-hmm. And and so um so like if you if we had a one more category and we had people who were really outdoor kind of active adventure kind of people, Vancouver would definitely in their score would blow out.
0: Yeah, I think, um, since I started snowboarding, I am definitely more keen to the outdoors. I like, yeah, so I would totally choose Vancouver over Toronto just to go to Whistler.
1: Ooh, well, maybe in the future, we'll have to put in a active, um, active things to do like outdoor activity things to do versus Versus like museums. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, Do you guys agree with us? Maybe you don't. Maybe you do. Let us know by sending us your opinion on Facebook or Instagram social media pages where you can find our photos of our adventures around the world, interesting articles and more.
0: And last of all, before we leave, we want to give a big thank you to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, which offers only the best continuing education, continuing professional education. Um, And if you need a career boost or looking for a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Bye.